Here at Kerygma Ventures, our love for the Bible doesn't stop us from having questions about it. Quite the opposite. Our love for the Bible makes us more curious about it. Do you sometimes wonder how the message of the New Testament gives meaning to the Old Testament? Are you fascinated by how Scripture applies to your life? If you do, head over to studythebibleguide.com to get some answers. Listen, we've got a simple guide to give you. It's free, and it's packed with practical tools to help you study the Bible. That website, again, is studythebibleguide.com. And thanks for listening to this Kerygma Ventures podcast. God bless. Hi, I'm Kara Saul McCollum. I'm sitting here with my dad, Dudley Hall, and you're joining us for an episode of Papa, I Have a Question. This is just honestly where I get to sit down and ask my dad questions. I realize that I have had the privilege of growing up and having easy access to um, the wisdom of a great Bible teacher. Um, And so when I have a question about my Bible reading or just life in general, um, I have a good resource that I can go to. And as an educator, I know that when someone has a question, usually there's someone else that has that same question. So we're inviting you in to join us. As I say, Papa, I have a question. I'm sure you do. Let's get with it. Okay. So we're living in a post-COVID world where we've learned how to use technology to enter a meeting without actually being with people, to go to church without actually going to church. Um, We can listen to podcasts. We can YouTube uh, sermons or conversations. Um, And so what does the scripture that says, don't forsake the gathering, what does that look like now? Is turning on a, a video of church, is that being part of the gathering? What is what is the importance of church community in the digital age, or how do we make that work? Yeah, I, I think a lot of people are asking that question, uh, particularly with all the polls coming out saying that less people are attending church, church mm-hmm. attendance is going down in most denominations. Mm-hmm. It's not true at all. And maybe not across the world. And not across the world, but in the Western world. Yeah. Uh, it has been. Interestingly enough, the, the denominations or the churches that are that have uh, confusing doctrine or liberal doctrine, those are the ones who are losing congregants. Interesting. Uh, evangelical churches don't lose as many as just Protestant churches. Okay. And uh, the churches that that focus on the life of the spirit and the body life. They're still growing. Okay. Uh, so I think COVID, uh, it was a terrible thing, but it, it's been used by God to help expose the fallacy of church attendance. Okay. And the fallacy of church attendance is we had we had become more consumers than we, could, than we were congregants. True, yeah. And so people went to church to get information, mm-hmm. you know, the teaching, the preaching, Whatever, which was more inspirational and informational, and and to get entertainment, to mm. somebody to assist me in singing or whatever, and we discovered during COVID that you can get that without going anywhere. Mm. You don't have to put on any right, different in your pajamas. <laughs> yeah, stay in your pajamas, and you can drink your coffee in your chair. Yeah, 
So if church is about information, inspiration, and entertainment, you don't need to go. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people said, okay, I won't go. Right. Well, that's a good thing that was exposed that that's what, what it was. And so the lack of church attendance today is basically consumer dissatisfaction. Okay. Well, the problem with that is you're never supposed to be a consumer to start mm-hmm. with. We we don't attend church to consume. We attend church to practice the giftings that we have and receive the benefit of the giftings that others have. So we are having to reevaluate what is church. It's body life. When Jesus uh, ascended, he told his disciples to go into all the world, but he had already sent to them the Holy Spirit who gifted each one of them with a supernatural gift. And he said, like I used my physical body when I was on the earth to to do my mission. Now you're my body. I want you to go and do this mission, but you're a corporate body and you're going to have to learn to relate to each other. Mm -hmm. And so your giftings will work, but only work as they are interrelated to each other. If you try to use your giftings to just do your thing, then you'll create your own ministry, which has happened a lot of times. Okay. If I have the gift of prophecy, I start a prophetic ministry. If I have the gift mm. of healing, I start a healing. But but it was designed by God for us to to be mutually submission, submissive to each other based on the functions of our giftings so that we actually could be the body of Christ and display the unity that a body has, and also do the works mm. uh, of Jesus. So I, I think uh, the nature of church is being reexamined. I think that's a very good thing. Yeah. I think in years to come, I may not live long enough to see it. I don't. I don't think you'll see churches based on Sunday morning attendance. It will be based on sharing life together, with a mutual respect for each other's gifts and knowing. I can't make my gift work right without being next to your gift. Okay. And, and unless they're working together, then I am creating a, an entity rather than expressing the body of Christ. Man, that sounds great, but it also sounds like, how's that going to work? Yeah, well, there. that's why most of the New Testament that Paul is writing or Peter is writing uh, is telling us how to relate to each other so that can work. So that it can work. Uh, it's based on how you count them, there are about 30, 35 reciprocal commands in the New Testament. A reciprocal command is a one-another command. Right. Love right. one another. Serve one, one another. another exert one, exhort one another. Mm. Warn one another. Mm. 30, 30. Anyways, a bunch of them. Well, what's all that about? It's about how do you how do you live as a body, mm. and then as as we live as a body, submitting to each other, there is a supernatural unity in that, and that unity gives hope to a society mm-hmm. who's totally uh, fractured, yes, and alienated. So the very fact that the church can be a unity gives hope. Yeah. But also on top of that, as that unity, that body begins to do all kind of ministry which is reflecting the ministry of Jesus. You know, churches that try to come up with their own mission, you know, they're, they're just blowing in the wind. Right. We don't, a church doesn't have a mission. 
Jesus had a mission. Our mission is to carry out his mission. That's a really great point. Yeah, so we, we're, we're here to do what Jesus said. Once we understand, we're the body of Christ. I, just, I may be a thumb or a little finger or, you know, eyelash. I, I don't know. But I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be really effective unless I'm connected to the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So, so that emphasis has to has to come back for people to appreciate. It. Now, the good thing is, people are realizing you can't make it without that. There, there is a dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. There's a longing. There's alienation. There's sadness. There's all this stuff going on, and people are realizing what's wrong. Church doesn't satisfy me mm-hmm. anymore. Right. Well, the songs aren't good enough. The exactly. preaching's not good enough. The, yeah. yeah. So we shop churches to try to find out, you know, as a consumer, what's the best shopping center for me to go to to get mm-hmm. my needs met? None of that's going to meet your need until you are operating as the new community of God that is that it has its own culture mm-hmm. based on who Jesus is, the Holy Spirit living in us, and the love that comes out of that. Uh, and as I am relating with other believers doing the works of God in the world. That's the only thing that's going to satisfy. Yeah. That's encouraging to me. I, I feel like church is going to look different for my kids than it did for you or for yeah. me, and I'm hopeful for that. I think I'm hopeful that they don't go to church, that yeah. they learn how to be church and participate you know, as church. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You know, I, I, as you know, I grew up in the country, a little small country church, and it just happened because we were small that we had both. Mm. Now, we still had the consumer mentality. It's like Sunday morning was the big deal. Yeah. So you go to the preaching, you go to the song service, you, you go to Sunday school. You get your info, your teaching, you get your inspiration, you get your, your corporate worship. Uh, but because it was a small church, we did have body life. Yeah. You had to, right, to, to survive, right. You and, had to meet each other's needs. Yeah, yeah. Now sometimes we we didn't even think the two connected, like church and taking care of everybody, but <laughs> they obviously did, right. Uh, and, and and so we had community. We had, you yeah. know, if you disagree with me about baptism or Lord's Supper or, or even bigger things, it didn't matter if your wife died. I'm going to be at your house yeah. with potato salad. <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't matter if you're a believer or not. If your barn burns down, I'm going to be over there helping you build your barn. Yeah. yeah. So, so community was required in order to survive. Today we live in a society where it's not required, but it it is required. It is required. It's, we don't think it's required, but yeah. it is required. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. All right. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Papa, I Have a Question. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Kerygma Ventures podcast. We'd love for you to join us next week as we continue to bring you conversations and messages that challenge you to live a life of grace and freedom, developing a thriving relationship with Jesus. If you enjoyed today's episode, would you share it with someone in your life who you know would be encouraged to hear it? Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.